And Laban said unto Jacob, Because thou art my brother, shouldest thou therefore serve me for naught? Tell me, what shall thy wages be? And Laban had two daughters. The name of the elder was Leah, and the name of the younger was Rachel. Leah was tender-eyed, but Rachel was beautiful and well-favored. And Jacob loved Rachel and said, I will serve thee seven years for Rachel, thy younger daughter. And Laban said, It is better that I give her to thee than that I should give her to another man. Abide with me. And Jacob served seven years for Rachel, and they seemed unto him but a few days for the love he had to her. And Jacob said unto Laban, Give me my wife, for my days are fulfilled, that I may go in unto her. And Laban gathered together all the men of the place and made a feast. And it came to pass in the evening that he took Leah, his daughter, and brought her to him. And he went in unto her. And Laban gave unto his daughter Leah, Zilpah, his maid, for an handmaid. And it came to pass that in the morning, behold, it was Leah. And he said to Laban, What is this thou hast done unto me? Did not I serve with thee for Rachel? Wherefore then hast thou beguiled me? And Laban said, It must not be so done in our country to give the younger before the firstborn. Fulfill her week, and we will give thee this also for the service which thou shalt serve with me yet seven other years. And Jacob did so, and fulfilled her week. And he gave him Rachel his daughter to wife also. And Laban gave to Rachel his daughter Bilhah his handmaid to be her maid. And he went in also unto Rachel, and he loved also Rachel more than Leah, and served with him yet seven other years. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, and thy will be done, on earth as that is in heaven. Give us this day our bread, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Forgive us our sins, for we have forgiven our debtors. Have us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Laban tells Jacob he's worthy of a wage. He's worthy of reward for his good-mannered state and for his efforts applied, the work that he puts in and is willing to do. This Lord, Laban, is going to pay him something because he finds him valuable as a family member and as a friend and as a employee and Laban had two daughters the name of the elder was Leah and the name of the younger was Rachel
He loves Rachel. He wants Rachel as his wife. And he is attempting to self-appoint himself a wife. And it seems that she's appointed in a way because of her presence at the well and her ability to tend the sheep. And she seems like a match for him uh, because of the timing in which she shows up and he's willing to work with her and water the flock of Laban. Because remember it said, And while he yet spake with them, Rachel came with her father's sheep, for she kept them. So they happen to be in sync with one another. Synced up. Matched. Jacob loved Rachel and said, I will serve thee seven years for Rachel, thy younger daughter. And Laban said, It is better that I give her to thee than that I should give her to another man. Abide with me. And Jacob served seven years for Rachel. And they seemed unto him but a few days for the love he had to her. So... Laban's not going to miss that note that these days go by, many days and years go by, and it's not a problem. This is his working is he's happy to do that working because he's going to get Rachel. However, the whole time Laban knows that Rachel is not going to be given. He's got himself a strong worker for this seven years and he knows that there's a custom in his country that he Laban is willing to abide by with that in his mind and heart he intends to give away his oldest daughter his eldest Leah and it's a custom in this culture in this country to give the older daughter in marriage first It also shows you that Laban was okay with this man being a polygamist and having two of his daughters. He says, it is better that I give her to thee than that I should give her to another man with the intention to give Leah first. That is a big deal. This man is not just comfortable with any polygamist. He's comfortable with Jacob being the husband of his two daughters. So that tells you something too. There is good judgment and there's bad judgment. You can judge something wrong when it's right. You can judge something right when it's wrong. You can judge something good that's good. Jacob is getting schooled. Keep in mind, he does have his powerful God behind him. And he knows that 
The Lord is going to keep him in all places whither he goes. He has tried to tell the people of Haran where Laban dwelt. He's tried, he's tried to tell them how to perform their daily tasks because Jacob is the holder of the heel. However, he has to be taught how to be the holder of the heel. He isn't just fine and good at that. But he is the holder of the heel. And we're going to observe how he goes on as the holder of the heel. Unto letting God prevail. Which is a foreshadow. And an expectation. For anybody who is choosing Jesus, you have to let Jesus prevail in your life where and how he prevails and you have to worship him and the Father over that and over the things that he does for others that being said we need to read and be taught how to let God prevail. He, Jacob, is being blessed by having Jacob, excuse me, by having Laban. Jacob is being blessed by having Laban present him his family that he is going to be multiplied in multiplying and he's going to have many people to bless and he'll be blessed in blessing and the Lord's with him and the Lord's going to keep him and show him how the rest of the nations and families are blessed through him. And because all of the families are blessed through him, it was wise of Laban to give his two daughters. Because they were going to be blessed through who? Jacob, Israel. So they had to be given if they were going to be blessed further. And Laban already knew he was blessed. And he knew that he would further be blessed in trusting that the son of Abraham and the son of Isaac, Jacob, is with a providence that he can't judge good or bad he just has to watch it unfold and he participates in watching it unfold by giving his two daughters in marriage following the customs of his land
So Laban's nephew loves and desires Laban's daughter, Rachel, and he knows that it's deep. It's a profound desire, and he can use this in his favor because he can. And that's a foreshadow that our desires may betray us if we are not careful and if we are meant to be betrayed by them if the Lord lets that come to pass your desires shall betray you be careful so there's a precious opportunity to Jacob and he's going to go for it He's going to learn. Through one of his teachers. Laban. That different customs cause for different workings. And the Lord. Allows some of these things to come to pass. Why if Jacob has the promise. Now inherited. Why would the Lord let him go through this struggle where Laban ties him into work for two weeks, 14 years? How, why would the Lord let this come to pass? And it's because of long-suffering being necessary. And long-suffering in the kingdom of God wasn't being preached at this point it wasn't being thoroughly discussed and it was being unfolded in its own in God's own way the way he chose to do it and he is showing this one to how to play by the rules that we learn through scripture he had to learn live without any scripture to aid and give light to his feet because the Lord is the light that came into the world so he's directly doing it right here and he is he did it with Isaac he revealed the who would be the wife of Isaac to the servant of Abraham and here we are having another thing to behold, Jacob has the same thing. He has to let his wives be revealed to him. And he thinks, I'll just go ahead and appoint myself a wife. But the Lord has other plans for blessing and multiplying Jacob. He sent him to a man who would see a polygamist and go, good enough for me. Not a problem there. We can work with that. Embed ourselves with that even. It's okay. We can do this. So, 
how are we going to do this? By putting our nose in the scripture so we can come up with a fresh perspective. I like to aid in offering, in God's offering, I should say. In God's offering of perspective, I like to aid with that, which requires hearken. Some people may start to tune into this and go, garbage, turn it off. I'm not going to hearken. And they may do worse, they may do better. It depends on how they pursue scripture and getting closer to God. I claim to be aiding people with that. Can't lead you to, but I can aid with scripture. But we have to fine tooth comb it because it's riddled with foreshadows. Leah was tender-eyed, but Rachel was beautiful and well-favored, and Jacob loved Rachel and said, I will serve thee seven years for Rachel, thy younger daughter. And Laban said, It is better that I give her to thee than that I should give her to another man. Abide with me, knowing that he was going to give Leah his tender-eyed daughter in marriage because it was the custom And, again, he knew that he preferred and would pursue Rachel and was okay with that. So he says, you can have them both. But he does make him work. The Lord makes him work. Laban makes him work. It's interesting that Jacob had the ambition for one wife, but the Lord blesses him with multiple. We need to be willing to see this foreshadow. It's hard to cut through the scripture and see all the little nuances, but you need them. They're bits of food. And Jacob served seven years for Rachel. And they seemed unto him but a few days for the love he had to her. So he had deep affect for this person. And Jacob said unto Laban, Give me my wife, for my days are fulfilled, that I may go in unto her. So he's really looking forward to this time together and being blessed with the person that struck his fancy. His desires were being fulfilled. And Laban gathered together all the men of the place and made a feast. And it came to pass in the evening that he took Leah, his daughter, 
and brought her to him, and he went in unto her. So this is going to be a long-suffering moment because it was not what Jacob had expected at all. And these countrymen of Laban were fully aware that it was Leah that was going away. And it would be rather uh, embarrassing for some people, very embarrassing for this to happen to them. And their reaction, depending on what that is, could cause a grievance. Jacob's reaction is direct. And Laban gave unto his daughter Leah Zilpah, his maid for a handmaid. And it came to pass that in the morning, behold, it was Leah. And he said to Laban, What is this thou hast done unto me? Did not I serve with thee for Rachel? Wherefore then hast thou beguiled me? And Laban said, It must not be so done in our country to give the younger before the firstborn. And he could have found that out. Jacob, had he dwelled with them longer, instead of just jumping at the desire that he was going to get the woman that he wanted. And because of that, he just had blinders on. He didn't learn other things that he could have. And this wouldn't have been such a blind side. The blind side is this. Fulfill her week. He hadn't fulfilled her week. He fulfilled Leah's week. That's just how it went, to de- it went, to, came, went down and came to pass. And this going in the books is fulfill her week and we will give thee this also for the service which thou shalt serve with me yet seven other years he had him right where he wanted him he knew how much he desired her and he knew how beautiful his daughter is and and, and how capable she was tending to the sheep and she is a right fine catch and this is you know how it comes to pass sometimes if men know they have you right where they want you they usually take the shot so that is what we have to be careful about that people will just act and sometimes our actions are we Wherefore then hast thou beguiled me? Jacob is walking a fine line. Always. Because the Lord's with him and watching him and expecting from him to bless others that he be blessed. So when he says, Wherefore then hast thou beguiled me? It's accusational. And that's dangerous territory. Bad water. Accusations can really cause for less understanding. And Laban's direct too, and says, it must not be so done in our country to give the younger before the firstborn. He doesn't just go, what do you, he doesn't go too bad or anything. He goes, he explains to him, one, because he's expecting him to keep his daughter, Leah and Rachel, and he's already aware 
that it's better that they go to Jacob. So he's going to be thorough and explain to Jacob, well, Jacob, you don't understand your life. <laughs> and Jacob did so and fulfilled her week. And he gave him Rachel, his daughter, to wife also. And Laban gave to Rachel his daughter Bilhah, his handmaid, to be her maid. And he went in also unto Rachel, and he loved also Rachel more than Leah, and served with him yet seven other years. So he did get a type of immediate gratification. He didn't have to wait 14 years. He waited seven and got both of them. But he did have to work the seven other years for it to be official and a right family business matter. Well, there's more to this and we're going to have to dig it all up because these details are precious. We shouldn't be like, well, why do I need to worry about who, about Reuben and the children, Simeon and Levi and Judah and Benjamin, and all of them. Why? Why am I worried about the these people? I got people in my life I have to worry about already, or I have my own self and my own problems. Why do I need to look into these people and their success, blessings, problems? What's the point? There it is. The point is that we become more accurate in dealing with ourselves and with other people by reading about this stuff. So we must pursue. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth as that is in heaven. Give us this day our bread and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Forgive us our sins, for we have forgiven our debtors. Have us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. For thine is the kingdom and the power 